Hey guys, welcome back to What Does It Mean to Be Green? Today, we're gonna start to get into the concept of sustainability. We're gonna take a little look at what it means and then start to figure out what it looks like in the world. So let's oh, dive in. Come on, darling, come with me. Oh, let's go explore. See if there's something more. There's just so much to be done. We've just begun, yeah. So last time I did mention that we would be getting into the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals today, um, but I kind of forgot that we haven't really talked in depth about sustainability, um, and obviously we need to understand what sustainability is before we start talking about sustainable development, uh, even though they do kind of go hand in hand. Um, so let's start with what is sustainability? Um, so Let's start with the very base word, uh, sustainable, which means having the ability to be maintained at a certain rate or level over a period of time. So environmental sustainability, which in my opinion, that's what people generally think about um, when they hear the word sustainability, or you know, at least most of the people that I come in contact with think about environmental. Um, but it means that human behaviors and processes can be maintained in relation to what the earth can regulate and provide. A little confusing, um, basically this is saying that anything we do or create won't, over time, destroy the earth beyond recognition. Uh, a sustainable approach ensures that we are being careful and respectful of the finite nature of the planet and the resources that are available to us. So the EPA, uh, or the Environmental Protection Agency, uh, words this a little bit differently, but I like their approach and I wanted to share it with you as well, just in order to get a variety of perspectives. Um, they state that, quote, everything that we need for our survival and well-being depends either directly or indirectly on our natural environment, end quote. So there's this idea floating around that nature is mute, that, you know, it's something that we should be afraid of. And the truth is, everything we need comes from the natural world and the environment. Food, building materials, water, you know, all that good stuff comes from the earth. Indigenous people have lived solely off the land for many, many, many years and totally thrived. So there's lots of proof for that statement to be true. I believe that, you know, since the Industrial Revolution specifically, we've started relying really heavily on the built or human-made environment, and because of that, sometimes I feel that we forget that we're also a part of nature. So to me, a part of sustainability is regaining a respect for the earth and all that it produces. And I know that th that statement's borderline a hippie culture, um, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but if that's not really your thing, um, just try to move past that initial reaction and think about what the EPA's definition is really getting at. Now, I'm not saying that we have to completely abandon everything we've built and go live in the forest, but if that's your thing and you want to do that, by all means, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. Um, and if you do... Let me know how it goes, because that sounds like an adventure for sure. Um, but it's that balance between industry and nature, or I guess lack of balance, that's really harming us. 
Um, I think they can absolutely work together. Um, and guess what? It's already happening. There's a concept called biomimicry, which I'm super excited to talk about in depth in future episodes. Um, and it's basically where systems and products and other things are designed in a way that mimic or function like natural ones. So this is a super cool thing because nature has already perfected a lot of these systems over time. So we already know that they work in the world and can totally work for us too. But again, I'm going to get into that in depth later on. to go right now and Google, quote, what is sustainability, it's highly likely that one of the first results, and probably most of the results, um, either come from or reference a 1987 publication titled Our Common Future. This report is also known um, as the Brundtland Report, and it was drafted by the World Commission on Environment and Development, which was organized by the United Nations General Assembly back in the early 1980s. So the report, or I guess more specifically the people who drafted the report, um, were studying the state of the globe at the time taking into account topics such as food insecurity, industry, international economics, energy, population, human resources, you know, the list goes on and on. But it also looked at the intersection between social equity, economic growth, and environmental problems, and then tried to define and outline some strategies that would combine the three, which is, you know, how we get to triple bottom line ideology, which I will also get into uh, later on. But the report is most referenced for its definition of sustainable development, which is, quote, development that meets the needs of the present without compromising the ability of future generations to meet their own needs, end quote. So the report essentially wanted to do two things. One, make sure we're leaving the planet in a state that is capable of supporting human life in the future. But two, uh, making sure that we're doing a better job of meeting the needs of everyone who lives on the planet today. Thus, the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals was born. Although not exactly. Um, there were a lot of other things that led to the adoption of the 2030 Sustainable Development Agenda back in 2015, but this kind of seems like it was the first domino to fall. The SDGs, as they're also referred to, were meant to, quote, provide a shared blueprint for peace and prosperity for people and the planet, now and into the future, end quote. Focusing on areas such as poverty, education, inequality, and climate, the goals outline ways to end hunger, reduce inequality, protect the planet, and build peaceful societies by the year 2030. Next time, we're going to get into the specific goals in a little bit more depth, um, but that's, I think, a really good overview to get us started today. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time, stay curious and stay kind. Peace out! A big thank you to the Keynote Sisters for letting me use their song, Come With Me, as my opening jam today. What Does It Mean To Be Green is recorded and produced in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which is located in the Grand River watershed. 
We acknowledge and thank the original inhabitants and stewards of this land, the people of the three fires, the Anishabek, Ojibwa, Ottawa, and Potawatomi. For more information, source materials, and transcriptions, visit www.whatdoesitmeantobegreen.com. See you next time.